All right, ladies and gentlemen, Pylon listeners, we are back. We are back, baby. It is the end of July, July 28th, and it's been a hell of a summer. A lot to talk about here, uh, but we are hopping on back in, uh, in the pylon here as we are just a little over or 40 days, maybe less than 40 days until uh, the start of the NFL season and training camp has just kicked off. Every NFL team is in training camp and rearing and ready to go. Uh, they got those bubble things on their helmets and practice. <laughs> but anyway, so we'll get into all that. But before we even start talking about it, we got to reintroduce the pylon crew. So I'm Big Z representing Detroit Lions. Let's get to the rest of them. We got Barney representing the Bears. What's up, guys? It's been too long. Excited to get back into the swing of things. Oh, yeah. Now we got Remy representing the Vikings. Skull to the bull. Purple rain and control. Good to be back, fellas. And then last but not least, we got Kinger representing the Packers. Yeah, fellas, as always, great to be back. This past weekend's really the first time I felt the excitement of football season, a little crisp in the air when I woke up, let the dog out Sunday morning. Can't wait. Green Bay's back. Ready to make another run. Here we go, season three. Absolutely. I mean, this uh, – I hope you guys – well, before we even get into football, you guys have a good summer. I know uh, uh, B and Remy both uh, become married men. Uh, so, King, you're the la- or last one, right? You're, you're not married, right? <laughs> I'm not married. The last one to go. So, <laughs> three, three of the four. Uh, he still has a life. Tied to not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh but anyways uh football is back that's the main thing and there's just a lot to talk about and what we're gonna do on this episode uh is really just dive into kind of our off seasons and kind of pitch to our audience here who had the best off season i i think a lot of us are mostly optimistic uh but maybe We'll bring it down a peg or two, or I'll bring it down, or King will bring me down a peg. Somebody, somebody will bring somebody down a peg or two about our off seasons. Um, but man, are, are you guys just happy to have football back uh, on the horizon here? This, oh, yeah. this, think, in my opinion. The, go ahead, Barney. I was just saying. Uh, I mean, the first game is. I mean, it's the first preseason game is like right around the corner, right? We got a game in like. First week or second week of August? I think August 12th. I think two weeks from tomorrow is the first preseason game. And this, in my opinion, is like the the scariest time of the year, though. I mean, this is when guys, and I I don't want to put it out there, but it's realistic. It happens. Guys go down around this time in training camp. You never know. Yeah, Lucas Patrick uh, for the Bears, uh, offensive lineman, went down, right, Barney? Didn't he go down to get card off, I think, today or yesterday? Uh, I don't think he got carted off. It's at least from oh. what I read, he uh, he was walking off with a trainer. But yeah, Tampa Bay Center. Uh, okay. It's it's scary times. It's scary times. Yeah, Ryan Jensen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So we'll take this team by a team, but I, I think the first we should start with is the Packers. Actually, uh, with Kinger, you are you are the reigning division champs, and also you, you probably had arguably the most notable move with the Devonte Adams trade. Uh this off season. So just how do you feel about the Packers off season and coming into training camp here? Uh, we'll start with you. I mean, let's just say that there's no reason not to be optimistic from my perspective. Um, I think 
you mentioned it, arguably the biggest news of, of the offseason was this Devontae Adams trade. Um, that's a guy that's done a lot for the organization. And it is, it is 10 years since we drafted him back in 2014. Um, had the potential, if he re-signed with Green Bay, to pretty much be the franchise leader in, in just about all Green Bay receiving statistical categories. Um, it sounds like the Packers offered him the money, as we all know, but uh, with kind of the uncertainty beyond Aaron Rodgers over the next year or two, uh, he wanted to make the move out west, uh, be closer to home, and, and, and go play for the team that it sounds like he wanted to play for his whole life in the Raiders. So when you lose a guy like that, best wide receiver in the league the last few years, um, there's no doubt that there's you know going to be questions around who's going to fill that hole. Um and it's going to be a completely different team this year when you don't have that guy that, you know, we can rely on game in and game out, playing and play out to get open and, and do that. So it sucks to see him go. But that being said, I think how Green Bay handled it and you know, the haul that they made, um, grabbing those two first-round picks, um, you know, it, it, I, it, it, was, it was worthy return. And, and the thing that I'm most excited about about Green Bay's offseason is I think that they took care of the positions and, and, and addressed the holes that they need to. The wide receiver is the only one that I really think that is still going to be up for grabs, right? And there's still a lot of hype around these young wide receivers. Gra- drafting Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs looks like he could be a player. Um, you know, sign Sammy Watkins, the veteran. There's That's going to be a, a committee, right? And, and who's going to step up is yet to be seen. But when you look across the board, Addressing that defense, the biggest thing Packer Green Bay struggled with last year was stopping the run. And they went out in this offseason, they built up that D-line that Kenny Clark has been asking for help and needed help for so many years. I love the Jerron Reed signing. One of the most uh, consistent players, played some of the most snaps in football over the last few seasons, always uh, always healthy, always gets in the mix. Doesn't have necessarily the mind-blowing stats, but he's a great depth addition to that defensive line. Drafting Devontae Wyatt, who's an absolute physical specimen out of Georgia. I really like the promise of our second-year guy out of Florida last year, TJ Slayton. That run game, that D-line is no longer a weakness. Same thing, sure up the linebacker position. Resign Devondre Campbell, draft Quay Walker. We have Jair coming back this year. That defense is going to be a top-five, top-seven unit in the league this year. I fully believe in that. I think Rashawn Gary is going to take the next step. It sucks to lose Darius to a certain extent, but we already played a season without him last year. Gary's making that next step. And then on the offense, again, we took care of Rodgers. We signed the depth on the offensive line. Um, you know, we drafted more. Zach Tom, love that pick. Sean Ryan, he looks like he's a prototypical guard build for the future. A lot of good young talent there. So from the Packers' perspective, we're going to be just fine. And it's going to be fun, I think, for the first time that I can really remember, the defense is going to be the primary unit of this team. The offense is going to have its moments. But for the first time ever, we have a solidified three levels on the defense where we can compete. And I think 100% that's what Packers fans should be most excited about for this season. But didn't you have that going into last season as well, though? Because you didn't make any. We, we had no defensive line help last year. Our D-line was horrible. That's why we were so bad against the run. We didn't have a secondary linebacker besides Devondre Campbell. We didn't know. And then in the secondary, we were banged up for a good portion of the year, right? So you're I mean, banking on Darnell like re- Savage mistime. returns coming back, yeah. So no, no. I mean, you get, yeah, we get one of the be- off-season like moves besides like Sammy Watkins, right? No, we. I mean, we signed Jerron Reed, and you know, with the draft, we got Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker. I'm really high on him as his ability to stop the run and play the outside linebacker. Uh, 
I think we addressed what we needed to. And again, I, I really am, am, am pretty excited about seeing this defense play this year. How about uh, is Rashawn Gary in his? Uh, is this his uh, last year on his rookie contract? This is his fourth year. They signed. They picked up the fifth year option. On okay, him. but it's it's kind of like a contract year in a lot of ways. He, uh, yes, and I would bet money he's a twelve to fourteen sack guy this year. How many did he have last year? Did he have 10? I think nine and a half last year. I think. His win percentage off the line was really fucking impressive last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, he's impressed me. He's uh, definitely a little better than I thought he uh, He He kind of regained that, like, number one overall high school ranking recruit. You know, I mm-hmm. got it. He went to IMG, right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah, then he once he went to Big Blue, I mean, he was good, but I don't think No, he no, no, no. He didn't go. No, Rashawn did not go to IMG. He went to uh, St. Uh, Jersey School. St. Not Rita. He went to one of the got schools it. in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Did he go yeah. to that made-up high school out of Ohio? Bishop Gorman or yeah, uh, Sycamore? Bishop Sycamore. Legendary. Wasn't Rashawn Gary it. the dude who went and tore up Michigan State's field in the center? No. Was that not him? That wasn't Rashawn Gary. No. That would have been that would have been a while ago. I don't think that was a while. Yeah. Ago. That was a running was... back, I think, uh, from Michigan. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wasn't Rashawn Gary. I remember. King, you're saying he's got more class than that. Yeah. So who's the who's the or maybe this is what training camp's for, but who's the number one receiver for the Packers? Alan Lazard. It is right now. Lazard. Is that is that a good thing? I mean, Lazard's productive, right? He's definitely not shown he's a true number one. That's I mean, there's no doubt about it. But Alan Lazard, he's one of the best blocking receivers in football, and he is he has hands. There's he, he can catch the ball. So we'll see. The guy that I'm most high on that I that I think is going to make an impact this year is Romeo Dobbs. I think he's Rookie. going to be our guy. Yeah, it, you know he, he'll be. I I mean, it's interesting I don't to know. say that. On, like, and I'm just like I want your opinion because there was a much higher caliber, you know, at the time of the draft, right? With Christian Watkins or uh, is that what is his name? Is that what is? His yeah, name? Christian Watkins. Yep. yep. Uh, Watson. Sorry, Watson. Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like I mean, why are you saying Romeo Dobbs over him? Because I just think that his the how Romeo Dobbs Christian Christian Watson is still so raw. Dobbs is polished, right? He has massive numbers in college. He's a very solid route runner. He's not the fastest guy out there, but he he's very good at creating separation and he has excellent hands. So I think him with the deep threat and just his polished, more polished route running ability, I see him making more of an impact early than Watson. You still really got to rely on that athleticism. Has a lot to learn. Do you think he comes in and kind of fills that MVS role then? Uh, yes, but he's not near as fast as MVS. So he's a deep threat, so he doesn't quite have that kind of speed and quickness, but he's very good at high point the ball. He caught a lot of deep balls from Carson Stroud in Nevada last year. So that deep threat's still kind of to be determined a little bit, I would say, um, with, with Green Bay. We're hoping Watson is actually going to be kind of that guy when the time comes, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um- David Bakhtiari, does he play this year? I think so, but I, I'm a lot of mystery around him. I don't know stuff. what's going on there, boys. There's, there's definitely, um, yeah. It should not be taking as long as it is. We should not still be dealing with this. So he had another yeah. surgery. They said yeah. right this off. So he said he tore it up a little bit in the Detroit game last year, which is why he missed the playoffs, and then uh, hurt it again in OTAs or got it cleaned up right before OTAs. So I'm concerned. Apparently, Elton's running. He's a guy that uh, he's going to get paid next year as well. Um, but he's 
Uh, they're saying by week six for him is kind of what their target is. No, Jenkins. Bakhtiari? Yeah. Jenkins. So th- th- they'll be done. They very well could be down Bakhtiari and Jenkins by the start of the season. So who, who are the two? Uh, so it's going to be N- Yash Nijin again is definitely going to be a starter. And he was very quality. I don't know why, looking back on that playoff game, why the hell we benched him last year for freaking Billy Turner. That was a terrible move. Um, that was that was not it. <laughs> yeah, that him. was that wasn't good. Um, so it's going to be Nijman, and then the other tackle position is kind of open. We were trying out Royce Newman, who played guard last year. We also are, are testing out a different kind of tackle positions, potentially putting Yash at right. Zach Tom, our fifth rounder, was getting some reps with the ones today at left tackle. So we're going to wait and see what happens. The, the Packers' offensive line is going to be very fluid to start the season, but I I really think we that's still one of our strengths. I th- still think we got a lot of depth. So exciting though, boys. I like I said, we got a tough schedule this year, but uh I really I, I don't think there's any reason we shouldn't be just as excited as last year. It sucks, you know, losing the caliber of player Devontae, but I still think Green Bay is very capable of uh putting together a solid year. For sure. Uh there's no chance Jordan Love gets traded before the I start of the season, so. right? We don't have Is there even a market for yeah, sucks? I mean it sucks, I, right? yeah, I wouldn't I, <laughs> You know, but this Rogers, this could be it for Rogers, right? It's either going to be this year or next year. We said that, but it, it, it's it, it's either going to be this year or next year. He's there, there's no way he plays the full three years on his team. Before he he gets yeah, another restructure. You mean? How old is he again? Thirty-seven. Yeah, thirty-nine. Okay. Him him coming uh, to training camp like uh, Nick Cage. That was yeah, that was awesome. That, yeah, that was great. You have to great. love Rogers' commitment to the I costume and the acts like that because he does that. He does that stuff well. He really does. He, do you think he's the type that wants to keep playing? I'm just like thirty-eight, forty-five, like Brady, no, and have all uh, the records. Yeah, I think he, he's. I think he knows again that this team is good enough to make a run, and as soon as he feels that this team is not the same is when he is going to call, call it quits. That's that's my opinion. Hmm. All right. Any other thoughts on the Packers, boys? Before we move on? I think they'll be I think they'll be a solid team. This will be I think the first time their defense uh you know is it's kind of weird saying it's yeah, their I strength, but uh you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see what what uh what Rodgers can do because he can make pretty bad wide receivers look serviceable, but um, I mean, this is a tall task. So, uh, you know, especially at his age climbing up there, um, you know, we'll see. There, I think it'll be much tighter games this year. Not a, not a lot of shootouts. Still a believer in Joe Barry, Kinger, yeah. the defense I mean, coordinator. There's, there's no reason to to be discouraged after last year. To be honest, the, the defense didn't lose, didn't lose us the NFC divisional round. That was not. He called a hell of a game. So year two in the system, bring back Jair, add more depth, more playmaking in, in Quay. I I like it. I like the potential. All right. I mean, Joe, Joe Barry just has a history of not being a very good coordinator. I, last year was probably his best year ever as a coordinator. Um, so hopefully it's pointing up for him. I, I mean, I, I agree. He's such a bad coach for yeah, the Lions. I agree. So. All right. Uh, so gut reaction. And we're gonna go around the corner or around the horn here uh, at the end of each person's. But gut reaction: Where do the Packers end up for you, Kinger, at the end of the season? Do they end up at first? In the in the NFC North. In the North. Oh, they win yep. the division again by at least two games. 
At least two games. <laughs> he said, "Gotta by win by two. two. Yeah. <laughs> by at least two games." They definitely have the strongest roster, um, you know, by projections at least. Uh, it, it's hard to disagree with that, especially with Rodgers. Um, I'll, I'll say first as well. I don't know by how many games though. Uh, I'll just, you know, I, I think the only one that has a shot is Minnesota. Uh, but Minnesota can bang, man. If they can figure out how not to give up touchdowns uh, with 20 seconds left in the game, who knows? But uh, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Remy, you're just, look, you're just looking cute right now. I'm going to go Vikings. Vikings first. And if this is the year two where it's wide open, I mean, yeah, the I'm, it's it's the Vikings for sure. And I'll get into that later. <laughs> so where do wait? Where do you have the Packers? Second or fourth? Pack, Packers can yeah probably second, but I hope they finish fourth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since we're talking about the Vikings and their chances to win the division, let's go into them. Uh, Remy, get after it. So what do we got off season reactions uh, and how you feeling coming uh, into this season. The off season wasn't <clears throat> wasn't splashy, but it was efficient. And I say this because. You have your core. You have Kirk Cousins. You know what Kirk Cousins can do, and you know going into the offseason, you don't need to worry about having to deal with a quarterback. So that being said, you have Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson returning and K.J. Osborne as your receivers and Dalvin Cook right off the bat. Now you have Irv Smith Jr., the tight end, returning. You, 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 you should have offensive weapons. And the first thing they did in free agency – was go and beef up that line. I know we got Jesse Davis running with the ones now. <clears throat> uh, we uh, we got Chris Reed from the Colts, all right guards, and then we got a backup uh, center, Austin Schlotman. So we went in and we dressed the O-line. And then the three key signings that I like, too, um, when we got Jordan Hicks, because Anthony Barr could not stay healthy, so we, weren't, we didn't re-sign Barr, and we went and we signed Jordan Hicks from Arizona that linebacker to pair next to Kendricks. And then we went out and got Zadarius, who will now be sort of in that four, like three, four scheme as a linebacker. So you kind of replaced Barr with Zadarius. And I just by reading some of the Packers reactions on Twitter, when Packer fans are mad at a player, that usually means they're good. Granted he didn't play last year, but it was it's it was definitely cool to see him come to yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, what's the what's the What's the reports on his health looking like? He's out there. It's great with Daniil. Him and Daniil have they, they've they've been attendees every every year, and they say they're feeling great. So nothing nothing concerning. They haven't missed one OTA, one one anything yet. Um, and then Harrison Phillips, you know, we're we're replacing Michael Pierce, who sat out because of COVID and then played only a handful of games with Her- with a uh, D tackle Harrison Phillips from the Bills. I mean, I think Kwesi, the GM, said it best today. They not only built them a little window, but they didn't have to give up a lot so they could have a window open for a longer period of time. I mean, you know, Justin Jefferson, we're going to have room to extend Jefferson when the time comes. But I do think this team, looking at it last year, our defense was definitely a weak spot. Resigning Patrick Peterson and getting in drafting guys like Andrew Booth, who is making phenomenal plays, locking down Jefferson in practice. Which I don't know for you guys, it's always kind of 
you see a good defensive play in in training camp and you're like, yes, that was sick, the defense. But then you're like, damn, like my quarterback just threw that. Like, ah, it's hard to root for it. But Booth has been covering Jefferson all day and, and picking off Kirk. So um, I definitely think our secondary got better and our defensive line got tremendously better, which should make it better on the secondary. So offense should be right where we're at. I'm saying, hey, we're going to go. We're going to go win this division. I don't care by how many. I don't care if it's if it's by a tiebreaker. The Vikings will win the NFC North. Wait, was it Booth or is Kirk Cousins just that bad? Still? I don't know. I think it. I don't know. <laughs> I think that means Kirk. I Kirk, think we all know the Kirk, answer to that. Kirk's response was, you know, sometimes you you, you mess up, but you got to move on. So that might have been just a Kirk Jefferson route misconception. But I, Booth has been known to make some athletic college plays. That so are defense. you saying Kirk did not like that? He did not like that, no. <laughs> or did he not like that? Ooh, okay. And it's just <laughs> all the players now are coming out and saying it's just a whole new vibe in the locker room. Nothing's uptight. I mean, you see Kwesi, the GM out there. These are my favorite things to hear in the offseason. I love it. He's just, my, those are my favorite quotes out of you know every team in the NFL. They're, they're always my favorite. He's He's just like – He's out there in just a swagged, fitted hat and a purple vest with gray long sleeves. Like he's not wearing a suit like Rick Spielman used to. It's just and the coaching too is more personable. You go from Mike Zimmer to Kevin O'Connell, it's 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 night and day almost. So, uh, and 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 it looks like our producer here has said that Daniel Hunter has a line of eleven and eleven point two five sacks this year over under. It's going to be hard for him to reach that because with Zadarius on the other side and him playing linebacker, I would a smart man takes the under. I think a smart man takes the under, but I, I no doubt he no doubt he could hit the over. Interesting. So I mean, the re- the rest of you guys uh, thoughts on it? I mean, Barney, we'll go to you since you thought the Vikings can win this division over the the uh, the Packers. Why do you say that? I, I just think the Vikings, I mean, they, they're pretty damn good team. Uh, as long as Dalvin Cook is healthy, I think, they're, I think their offense is dangerous, and I think there's no, but, no back in the NFL that hits the hole faster and harder than Dalvin Cook. Uh, but, you know, that I mean, their, their defense, the accountability. I mean, I feel like you guys kind of had a little bit of like what the Bears' woes were on defense last year. Um, just the amount of times that you guys lost games, whether it was at half, you know, like with the last 30 seconds at half or last 30 seconds in the game. I mean, that was, that was pitiful and that's coaching and that's unacceptable, but you know, if they're able to, uh, you know, like be a little bit more disciplined, um, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're a good team. They're a good team. So, uh, I like, I like the Vikes this year. I do. But uh, I think the NFC North as a whole, kind of a down year. But that's just my opinion. I still, I, I think relying on Zadarius Smith for a full season is very risky uh, in the Vikings uh, side of things. Do, do you like the depth that they have at, at, at the ends? Uh, oh, I, absolutely. Like DJ Wanham and, um, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on it. DJ Wanham and, uh, Robinson. I mean, on depth chart here, I have TJ Smith, Patrick Jones, Patrick Jones, the second. Yeah, they're they're all they're all young. Like 
guys that were drafted last year or the year before, Jaiwan Taylor, um, they all just have that raw. Like they're saying that Jones the second, or I think it was Robinson, one of the two has basically the same metrics as Daniil did when he came out of college. Um, just long, athletic. Um, I'm excited to see the ends, but you know, uh, I'm 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 really hopeful that Zadarius can be healthy all year because that is a dangerous combo. Vikings are good. Yeah. I mean, Vikings are good, man. But I just think they're the perennial nine, ten win team, right? Like they are going to win some games. They're going to compete in almost every game. But I just don't know still if they they've really overhauled enough to to get over the hump. I mean. Look, Kirk Cousins is a top 12 to 14 quarterback, right? He's going to take care of the ball for the most part. He's going to make some bad decisions, but when I say take care of the ball, I mean, Kirk's definitely been known to to, to get a little loose with it. But Throw some I still am worried about the O-line, to be honest. That's still something that I don't think the Vikings have addressed to the depth that they have. I think that was a bottom third unit last year, bottom 14 unit last year. Um and I still don't see it there, right? So I still think that's going to be a problem. And uh, we'll wait and see. If Andrew Booth turns out to be legit, then the Vikings secondary is going to take a step up with re-signing Patrick Peterson. And I still don't see really anybody else out there that's really had any proven success yet. So they're good, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, we'll just see if they can get over the hump. And, you know, Remy's confident they will. We'll have to wait and see. I can't say I'm there yet. He's always confident they will. <laughs> uh, I'm a little more skeptical on the, their defense here. So I, I also agree. I don't think they did enough. I think they'd be relying on some rookies to, to step up. And I, I, I think relying on Zadarius Smith as well to be healthy for a full season is extremely risky, considering his recent history. Um, I mean, that that's why I give the edge to the Packers. I just don't think the defensive unit for the Vikings is going to hold up. I, I think the offense will be there like it was last year. The Vikings' offensive line doesn't need to be as good because I I like the zone running scheme that they've run historically. I think that's worked for them pretty well. But uh, and I think that alleviates some issues with a bad offensive line. But it's more the defense that concerns me with this team. And having Patrick Peterson out there is still, uh, he wasn't bad. I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, he wasn't great though either. I, 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 he had that he had that pick in the last game of the season. Right, right, Remy. That was beautiful, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Anyways, where do we think they finish? Second, first. first, first. Uh, you think first too, Remy? Uh, right, absolutely. Yeah, but I think you said that already. Uh, I'm gonna go third. Oh, wow! Well, we'll see. He loves my at. bears. Dude, you know how many times I root for the Lions? Like, this is just, I'm going to remember this game day, dude. <laughs> Third. Well, we'll see who has second. But uh, let's, you want to go Bears or Lions next, boys? We'll yeah. go Bears. We'll go Bears. All right. So, Barney, the Bears, a lot going on there. Just made the monster signing for Riley Reef and Michael Schofield uh, recently. This week, uh, the Bears. Monster has been an two million dollars. <laughs> yes, sarcasm. Uh, but um, the Bears off season, it's been an interesting one to say the least. Why don't you recap us on a little bit and give us your thoughts uh, and reactions to it? 
Yeah. Well, I think that uh, that Reef signing is uh, it's not as nutty as you guys think it is. I think it's like I think there's a lot of player incentives is what it is. Um, but anyway, dude, I mean, it's there's it's hard to be really optimistic about what this team's going to do next year. Uh, I, I'm going to tune in and, and love watching the development of uh, Justin Fields and just watching him with a play caller that, you know, has a brain. So I'm kind of excited about that. Obviously, like Luke gets, he's not proven. Uh, he's, you know, a first time, uh, you know, season long play caller here. But at the end of the day, I mean, we all saw it for the last couple of years. Nagy was pathetic. Uh, we needed to root. We needed to rip those guys out, root and stem. And we did. Uh, I really like the guys that we brought in, Poles and Eberflus. Uh, it's it, they're really no nonsense bullshit, and you know that's kind of like our Achilles heel all last year. Uh, There's no accountability. Uh, our coaches were too busy being friends with the players and not wanting to be the tough guys. Uh, and it's just nice to be a little bit different. And uh, you know, I, I'm excited to uh, to see where these guys take them over the next couple of years. But um, you know, we got rid of. Mac, right? That was probably our biggest departure. Uh, got rid of Mac for a couple picks. Uh, I thought, you know, Poles day one, he did what was necessary for us to become contenders down the line. Uh, we could have tried to, you know, make a splash signing or whatnot, but at the end of the day, we weren't going to be a team that was going to really compete with who we had. We have way too many holes, and unfortunately, we kind of have to you know, deal with the shit sandwich that uh, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy left us. But, you know, there's a lot for, for me to ex get excited about uh, just with the direction that this team is heading. I think they're making smart decisions. Uh, you know, the last couple of years we saw Pace just make splash signings, whether they were really good players or, like, terrible players like Mike Glennon. Uh, but, like, he just loved to just identify somebody and go after them and pay them. Uh, whereas Poles is taking more of a methodical approach uh, and not wasting money out there that doesn't need to be spent. Uh, you know, two areas that going into the draft, I guess going into the offseason that the Bears really needed to get better at, probably our worst two areas were offensive line and our wide receiver position, uh, especially with Allen Robinson leaving. Uh, and I think he kind of took the same approach with both positions. Um He's just looking for guys on two, three-year deals that are just going to prove it that they can be somebody here. Uh, I think our very, very suspect, below average, probably bottom three unit last year on the offensive line. He, I mean, he replaced three starters uh, with incredibly average at best players. Right, uh, Michael Schofield. Uh, we got, uh, Riley reef, as you, as you mentioned earlier, I mean, yeah, that's like, they're not players that, that are sexy and you're like real pumped about, but they're definitely upgrades from who we had last year. Uh, so, you know, not spending a shit ton of money, but you know, improving our line or improving our positions, I think is like a wise choice, especially in a year that we're just not going to compete. Um, you know, so I, I, I think priority number one's really got to be protect fields and, and have his, you know, progression develop. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you want to put players out there that are going to make him succeed. But uh, at the end of the day, like, I mean, players on other teams got to want to come to the bears too. You know, it, it takes two to tango when you're, when you're bringing people in. And I think, uh, 
you know, next year because we have, I think, uh, the most money to spend in the NFL. I think if the Bears are able to uh, show some development with Justin Fields, a lot can change. Um, so I'm really excited. I thought going into the draft, uh, we had five picks. Polls turned it into 11. Uh, we got like th- a handful of linemen. Uh, we got two DBs that'll be starting day one that I'm really high on. Uh, I think Kyler Gordon and, and Jaquan Brisker are going to mix real well with the Bears defense here. Um, I, I like Dominique Robinson too. He's going to be more of a project, but I like him coming off the edge. Uh, and then on the offensive side, I think there's a lot to be excited about. Two picks that, that we made in the third round and the fifth round. Um, Phelous Jones Jr., wide receiver out of Tennessee. He's a little bit older. He's 25 years old, but you know it, it doesn't matter to me. To be to be totally honest, uh, I think you know he he's got a lot of potential out there. He's got a lot of yak uh, ability, and uh, I, I'm eager to see if he's uh, if he's able to adjust to the NFL. Uh, and as well as uh, the fifth round pick Braxton Jones, he's like a I don't know if it was like D1 Double A or like you know, but like a small school. Uh, he went to the uh, Senior Bowl. He's a left tackle, and right now he might be our left tackle. Uh, he, he, the thing, the thing that I like about it all is Poles is a line lineman. He he identifies the line well. Um, he completely revamped Kansas City Chiefs' dog shit O line from two years ago into you know a pretty damn good one last year, and he was able to do that through picking fifth, sixth, seventh round people in the draft. And uh, he picked a handful of people in the late rounds here, and he seems pretty high on a lot of these guys. And uh, if any of them are to hit, I mean, that's just going to, that's just going to speed up our, our, uh, our development here. And uh, it's going to, it's going to make our team better. So uh, it's going to be kind of a bruiser of a year. I'm not expecting us to put up a lot of points or, um, you know, to, to uh to have a winning record or whatnot but uh nonetheless i'm still gonna love like tuning in watching a quarterback that i truly think is special uh and so if he can have us win some games you know and uh and develop into the quarterback that i think he can it'll it'll be it'll be fun to watch yeah barney i uh i I think this is gonna be a really really rough year for the bears uh i this offensive line is still not good. I think that's going to hurt. Do you not think that Justin Fields is uh, um, maturation uh, or development over the course of this year is going to be hurt by that offense line? I mean, one of these guys goes down. The there's no way it's going to be as bad as really last year. Bad. There's no, there's yeah, no there, way. I mean, like, dude, I, it, 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 every, every single position, in my opinion, Basically, every single one has been improved. It, it might it might only be minorly in your own your opinion. I get it. I think Lucas Patrick is a clear you know as long as he's healthy, right? I got to find out. I, I got to see what happened today's practice. But as long as I mean he's, I think he's a very dependable guy. And uh, I mean we had Sam Mustafer getting his ass blown off the fucking yeah. ball every single play. Oh yeah, uh, it was really bad. You know, it's just like I think we got incrementally better. We're not a good O line, but. I'll take average. I think average gets it done. I mean, Joe Burrow had a dog shit line too. So, um, you know, obviously he had different weapons, right? I'm not saying it's all apples to apples, but, you know, you can get stuff done, especially with, you know, the 
the West Coast styled offense that we're looking to do, the zones zone running scheme. You know, you can match or you can you can kind of you cover up some of those deficiencies there as long as you have a good game plan, as long as you're able to implement those ideas. Um, I think uh, the fact that they are just rolling out fields and doing a lot of play action this early on is just a testament that it's just like that is one of his strengths. And that's one of the ways that you, you know, you give your quarterback some time. Uh, especially with a dog shit old line. But that was just something that even though he excelled in his few opportunities last year, Nagy just like <laughs> couldn't put A and B together. Uh, but, you know, I, I really think from coaches to to players, like I think we, you know, like we got incrementally better. It does suck that we lost um, Mac and I like there's no way Robert Quinn uh, is going to match the incredible fucking season he had last year. He was so, but, so good last year. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, boys. If there's any draft in the world that I could have a top three pick in, it would be this one coming up because there's some really high-caliber quarterbacks, and there's a lot of, lot of teams like your Detroit Lions, Big Z, that decided I'm not picking any of them in this 2022 draft because next year's draft is way fucking better. So there's going to be a high price tag. And I'm not saying, you know, like fucking, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like tank or whatnot. I'm not saying that. But the reality is we aren't going to be that great of a team this year. And Will Anderson. If, if, we, end, if we end in the top three and we're able to just trade back three or four spots only and still get a first round pick in two seconds. I mean, that is that can do wonders as long as you hit on picks. So, um, you know, hey, bring it. Like, I don't give a shit. I just want to watch Justin Fields. I just want to watch a competent scheme, and uh, I want to watch people get hungry and fight out there. And uh, I wasn't able to watch that the last couple of years. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I, you know, it's gonna be rough, but it's it's gonna be more enjoyable to watch, which is weird to say. Yeah, I, 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 I. I think this is this year for the bears is about next year uh, especially with the new regime kind of cleaning house from the old one the lions have been there plenty of times <laughs> unfortunately um and like you said the the spending room they have next year uh is enormous use of the highest in the league i think it, it projected to have i i looked at it on spot drag it said 95 but i think it could go up to 120 with some cuts and such uh so yeah this roster is going to be extremely overhauled it, I bet 70% of this roster or more is not back for next year. <laughs> um, this, you're, you're absolutely yeah. right. This. So where do you have them finishing in the division? Uh, I have them finishing fourth. Okay. I, I have them fourth as well, and I have them as a top three pick in the NFL draft, which it sounds like you'd be happy with. I mean, it's a really good draft uh, compared to this one, uh, this past year's, uh, especially with the quarterbacks and the um, – a lot of quarterback needy teams that you're not in that position. Also, Will Anderson wouldn't be a bad uh, prize either. <laughs> he is no, awesome. Not at all. Not uh, at all. Not at all. Kinger, Remy. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Kinger. I think the Bears are are gonna be in for it a little bit this year. But that being said, I'm I'm with Barney. I I think they did get incrementally better. There's no way the offensive line is as bad. I don't think the offense is near as bad as in general last year. Um, this is going to be the year for Fields to really show if he's the real deal, right? Um, you got to at least show – he showed minor flashes of it last year, right? Minor flashes. That needs to really expand this year. Um, we'll see in the new system how, how he responds. But uh, 
defense is still going to need some work as well. Young secondary don't have the pass rush out there. So you just want to see him compete Barney, like you said, but uh, tough expectations for Chicago this year. Wait, I didn't hear any mention of new ex first rounder, Nikhil Harry coming in to the wide receiver core. Yeah. Gonna, I mean, be number it, one by the end of the year. Over Darnell? Uh, no, no. I, 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 I think Darnell Mooney's criminally under uh, undervalued around the league. I'm not saying he's like you know like a, a true number one at this point, but people love Terry McLaurin, and I mean you stack up the stats and you look who you look who Darnell Mooney was being thrown the ball to last year, and he had a thousand yards with Nick Foles, Andy Dalton, and a rookie Justin Fields, and I think there's a lot of promise in him. But uh, Nikhil, Nikhil Harry, hell of a blocker. He's a hell of a blocker, and uh, if we're looking to run the ball and do play action, hey, if we put together a game plan, man, it could be interesting. Remy. Yeah, no, so <clears throat> I think the Bears – you guys all pretty much nailed it for me. Like the bears are going to have so much money next year. And my buddy always tells me like, it's not bad for a team to be really bad because then they can get set up and kind of get that, you know, top three, four pick. It sucks because you have to go through a year of it, but the bears, if the bears just take one sacrifice year and get that, you know, top one through five pick on top of all the cash, people are going to go want to play in Chicago. Um, and that's when you can start, you know, forming that talent. But for me, <clears throat> I still think Chicago can probably win seven or eight games and finish third. My king. Thank you, my king. I needed that. <laughs> uh, our, one more question for you, Barney, before we move on uh, from the Bears. But, uh, our producer, KJ, wanted to ask, do you think Roquan Smith, is, is he going to get paid and get his money? Yeah, I, I think he does. I just think uh, the Bears just got to be smart with it. Um, put him on the pup list. Going to save him some bucks right now uh, instead of finding him. Uh, and uh, I think he gets paid. But um, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of – you don't want to allocate top money to, you know, like middle linebacker position. It, it, you know, like I, it's just it's just my thoughts in, in this new age uh, league. And so, um, you know, I think he gets paid, but um, – and I, I I like the approach we're taking right now. Would have loved for him already to get paid, but I'm not just throwing fucking money out there just to make him happy. I don't know. Got to do what's best for the team. All right. Let's move on to the last team now in the division. Uh, the Detroit Lions. The Hard Knocks Detroit Lions. First of all, before we even talk about the offseason and such, are you guys going to be watching uh, my boys oh, yeah. on Hard Knocks? Oh, yeah. Starting August 8th? It'll be Go the first Dan. time I've ever in, I've ever tuned in to Hard Knock, so I'm, <laughs> I, I will be. Motor City, Dan Campbell. The Lions got a lot of characters uh, to make it a, a good watch, I think. How much they show will be interesting. But uh, so, it, it, listeners, if you're unaware, the Lions will be on Hard Knocks this year. I believe it, the first one airs August 8th um, throughout the training camp. But anyways, Lions this offseason, not too much to really talk about. They brought back a lot of people, a lot of the same people. Um, besides like people that drafted, there's like small little moves, uh, like Mike Hughes at cornerback, um, Deshaun Elliott from the Ravens. Uh, there's been small little moves like that. Chris board at linebacker. Um, and the biggest one of the offseason was DJ shark, the wide receiver, which I think is a nice little addition and only one year, $10 million. Uh, so not even that much of the cap or future cap hit. Uh, but really. The big thing for the Lions coming this season is can everybody stay healthy on the offensive line? 
this offensive line, let me just remind you, uh, center Frank Ragnow, who could be an all-pro, Big V at right guard, Panay Sewell, who had a great rookie year at 21 years old. He'll be turning 22 this year. Uh, Taylor Decker at left tackle, and then Jonah Jackson left guard. Jonah Jackson probably the weakest part, but, I mean, even he is fairly decent. But if this starting this starting five did not play a single snap together last year, if they can stay healthy and play together this year, it absolutely has the potential. I'm not saying they are for certain, but the potential to be a top five offensive line unit in the NFL. And I think with the running back Swift and Jamal Williams is a good one-two punch. Amon Ross St. Brown proved he he can really ball out at the wide receiver position. Um, and DJ Shark. And then Josh Reynolds has proven to be a decent number three. Jamison Williams, I don't know when he'll get on the field. Uh, he, he probably won't play much in training camp. I bet we don't see him to week six in the NFL uh, season here. But um, this offense is actually really fun. It all comes down to Jared Goff, though. Is he the is he a, a quarterback that can make this uh, engine run or not? Is it the Jared Goff that played the first seventy five percent of last season, or the Jared Goff that showed the last four weeks of the season that was uh, arguably by num by his numbers a top ten NFL quarterback the last four games of the season last year? If he plays like that, uh, and this is after they switched offense coordinators halfway through the season last year, um where they fired Anthony Lynn halfway through and Dan Campbell was doing a play calling along with Ben Johnson, who is now their offense coordinator. Um, I This offense is a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And the bigger part is, can the defense improve? Uh, now, last year, uh, <laughs> our defense coordinator did the best he could. Uh, it was pretty undermanned. A lot of injuries. Uh, and this defense, well, first of all, Aiden Hutchinson. I am so pumped to possibly have an elite defender back in the Lions. Who can you, who on the top of your guy's head is the last dominant the do the, defensive the player in the Lions? That, the one that you were scared of, rather. Thank you. Yeah. The dominant easily. Sue. Yeah. Uh, last all pro we had. Um, yeah. I mean, the other was ones that didn't even come to mind are like, was that, was no. That? <laughs> 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 he, he was good for us for one season. No, I'm being it was actually more like half a season. No, who was the one trip? No, Sna was the, Snacks was good uh, for half a season for us after we traded. Garrett Flowers. But uh um the, the I mean the other better uh, Darius Slay was good for a little bit. Uh DeAndre Levy, Ziggy Ansa, uh, but a lot of those guys had injuries and definitely not as consistent as Sue was over his time um with the Lions. And just like any other elite uh Lions player, uh he left. <laughs> or he didn't retire at least. He didn't retire like Calvinder Barry. But uh anyways. So Aiden Hutchinson, I'm super pumped. I think this guy is gonna has like superstar potential, like along with like Joey and Nick Bosa. Um I, I again the the sky the ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan would say, uh with him. But uh Elaine McNeil, young guy, uh third round defensive tackle. I I have big expectations for him. And then another big change in the Lions defense this year, they're going more from a three four style to a four three style, and I think they're gonna blitz a lot more. Gerard Davis is back at the Lions linebacker core is still a mess. It's an absolute mess still. <laughs> um they brought back An Alex Anzalone, who I'm not a huge fan of, uh, but he knows the defense. Um but 
yeah, he, he gets his ass blown off the line a lot, unfortunately. Derek Barnes, though, your boy, he, Kinger. He needs a big second. Yeah. yeah, he I, I think linebacker's a big adjustment. It's it's uh it's hard to be good right off the bat. There's a lot of calls he has to make in the field, a lot of moving around. I think four three is gonna yeah. serve his he style. He definitely has the physical two. tools to this be good four, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I'm really excited. But I'm more excited for the defense line. If, uh, but can Aquara come back healthy? Tore his Achilles last year, first week of the season. Uh, that's a big question mark. Charles Harris, can he repeat what he did last year? Uh, if so, then that one-two punch of Aiden Hutchinson and Charles Harris is pretty decent. Uh, Charles Charles Harris is like on a, an elite defense is probably more a rotational DN, like third down, but uh. But Aquara is being paid to be that one, but I don't know if he'll come back. That remains to be seen. Our second round defense tackle, 34th pick overall, Levi Muzurike. He had back issues last year. Now he's had an entire offseason to fix that. Uh, if he can step up, that'd be great. But uh, I think the bigger, the, the other big questions, Jeff Okuda also tore his Achilles. Uh, can he come back and be healthy? I don't know, especially from a cornerback position. That's just a huge question mark. I, I guess any Achilles is a huge question mark, really. Uh, but we did sign Mike Hughes, a uh, veteran, Deshaun Elliott as their safety from the Ravens. Uh, now, we had a third-round pick, Kirby Joseph. I don't expect too much out of him this year. Ify Milifanwu, super athletic, supremely athletic guy. Uh, they're going to probably play him at safety more this year. There's a lot of young guys in this defense. Lions had the most rookie snaps of any team last year in the NFL. So can all these guys grow? Can they fit and mold into this defense? Uh, I, I say yes. I think it's our, being improved. Um, Aaron Glenn, our defense coordinator, a uh, ton of respect around the league. I, I think if the Lions have a top 16 defense this year, he will be hired by another team. Uh, he, he's, he's getting a lot of interviews this year. And he's on the track to be a head coach in the NFL next year, if as long as like the defense is completely fold, which I don't think they will, because I think he puts together really good game plans. Um, anyways, having said all that, uh, I'm really high in the offense. T.J. Hawkinson in a contract contract year. I also want to mention uh, these guys tend to step up and play their best when the money's on the line. Uh, so <laughs> the reason I picked the Vikings third. Remy's because I had the Lions finishing second at ten and seven. Uh, right Dude, now, I have heard more negative things from your from your depictment of the Lions offseason than positive. There is no way. I'm pot. I'm I'm optimistic about this season. Ten and seven. <laughs> there from three and thirteen and one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can at least say I know more than one receiver on your squad now, not counting the tight end. Um, I will say your offense should be good, <laughs> but it's like you said, there's too many if ands or buts, and I don't. I think, think it's all on a defense, uh, and it, with the exception of Jared Goff as the court, you know the most important position on the field. But <laughs> I honestly like I, 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 I would be surprised if they win five games, maybe six, but it would be close. It's going to be close for that three four spot. So you're supposed to be my optimist here, Remy. Or did, yeah, did you change your tune but... when I picked the Vikings? <laughs> I honestly, I just being realistic, I I, I think it's going to be another fight between you and the Bears. Um, you know, unless the Vikings come out and really, really shit the bed, um, it's going to be a fight for that third place. And I, I feel like you guys, just, I like your guys' receiving core. Um, 
and you got your O line is going to be phenomenal too. With you know maybe O line is what um, Goff needs. I don't know, but if you guys get an O line, then and and he shows Doesn't up, hurt. why not? You guys could be third. Yeah, again, if, if the I, Lions are fully healthy, they're they're three starters at wide receiver: Manra, DJ Shark, and Jameson Williams. That's a pretty fun uh, three wide receivers, I think. I do love uh, the Lions' approach to the wide receiver position and getting a bunch of burners and speedsters, especially for a guy who's like terrified of throwing the ball past like five five yards of the scrimmage. But uh, hey, maybe that that'll be enough for him to have open eyes downfield. I I you said it, Big Z, most important position on the field. Will Jared Goff be the be the quarterback that he was in the last four games. I don't know. I don't really see it. I think the Detroit Lions have another hard season, but um, you know, it's that that defense, man. That defense is bad. So um, I, you know, we I have, have Hutchinson guys, though. Hutchinson. That is he true. You have, all you our problems. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys take third, um, but uh, but I think it's a better year than last year. So. All right, but the Lions take a step this year. I don't think they're playoff. Me? Oh, yeah, third for me. Yeah, I think they take a step. I don't think they're playoff contenders this year, but I think they get the six or seven win mark pretty easily. Um, I still don't trust Jared Goff. I don't think that defense. I don't see it being a top half unit. Still, I think they're going to maybe flirt with it, but I still don't think I see it being a, a top. You know. 50% 50% in the league. So um, I like what they got going. If Jared Goff plays well, they can win eight or nine games. But that's going to need to be very good Jared Goff, and they're going to have to score points on the offensive side of the ball because I still think they're going to let them up on defense. So uh, they're trending, though. you got to be excited about where, where they're at. Um, definitely no longer the straight dumpster fire that they were for so many years. So I think the Lions – well, I'll give, I'll give, them, I'll give them seven wins – and I give him third in the in the NFC North. Oh shit! <laughs> so uh, the Lions and Bears both had the same odds to win the Super Bowl, one hundred fifty to one. Right now, Vikings forty to one, and the Packers had the fourth best. They're tied with the Chiefs at ten to one. This is for DraftKings. Uh, so take that with you, Will. I'm gonna put a thousand dollars on the Lions at one hundred fifty to one, and. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um somebody so somebody did that last year a lions fan did that last year they put a thousand dollars in the lions on 150 to one i wonder how he felt about that uh anyways uh but it should be interesting this should be fun uh we'll have a lot more to talk about training camp ramping up here hard knocks uh about to come on i'm so i'm, I'm excited for it i'm excited for hard knocks do you know when that airs august 8th august 8th Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. Calendar marked. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, but we are back. The Pylon Podcast on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast. Download. Please subscribe. Please leave, leave a review. Always greatly appreciate that. And thank you to our producer, Kid J, uh, for producing the podcast. Uh, and, oh, <laughs> it's, I'm a little rusty. Uh, Instagram handle at the pylon pod so follow us on there uh and 
leave your comments. What do you think about the offseason? How do you feel about uh, coming into training camp with your team? Do you think Roquan Smith should get paid, Bears fans? Do you th- do you agree with me about the Lions? Uh, can they can they be a playoff contender? Do you agree with the other three? The Packers. Uh, how do you think they're going to do on offense? The Vikings. Can they solve their defensive woes uh, from last year? A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun stuff and a lot more to talk about ahead. So look out for us. Uh, this is the Pylon Pod. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bear down. <laughs>